This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. It is a Monday, and this is the tailgate. Pat Dooley, Jeff Cardozo. We got a lot to talk about. I don't even know if we'll get into the NFL. We could talk, literally do two hours on the NFL, all the stuff that happened over the weekend, but we'll we'll limit it to college football for the most part. If we get into the NFL, we do. I'll I'll let the – the uh, we'll let the uh, listeners and the callers dictate it. Dictate it, yeah. Heavy dictation. You know, this is the first time since November fourteenth of last year that we have done a show together after a Gator win. Yes, that How is weird. Correct. Is that well? It's when's the last time Florida's played back-to-back home games? Feels like it's been forever. Yeah, been a while too. I mean, yeah, you have to go back to what? Um, That would be probably October um, of last year. Yeah, it would have been Missouri LSU back to back before that Georgia game. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's. I mean, the the way the schedule gets set up is kind of weird. But Florida having to play all their games on the road in the back half of the schedule, I don't think is conducive to success. So. But, you know, you want to start out fast, and a lot of it has to do with uh, the way the, the league schedule sets up. I think it'll be better going forward. I think I, I, I just don't understand why you can't have a home, away, home, away, home, away. But the league the league and I don't agree yeah, on and you that. can't really do that for everybody because some teams aren't going to be able to fit into that model. I, I'm saying there's a model. Okay. That could be better than what it is. Well, probably. But anyway, it, it all that matters right now is that Florida's playing Tennessee this week. But we're going to talk a lot about the McNeese game. Again, I don't understand why you and everybody at the UAA insist that it's McNeese. And the, on their website, they call it McNeese State, the McNeese State website. And everybody in ESPN, all they call was McNeese State. So somebody got to you guys in the UAA and – said it's McNeese, but I, 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 so I finally did that on Saturday night. I said, I'm just going to call it McNeese. And then I'm listening to Beth Mullins and she's like McNeese State. Another win for McNeese State. Beth Mullins is wrong. What did they put on the graphics? McNeese State. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. What are their game notes say? I'm, I'm telling you, well, the UF game notes say McNeese. Right. But the... The the website for McNeese State says McNeese State. That's what they call it. it, it it's irrelevant. I know. I know. But it, it just, it was kind of like, I never knew where to go. McNeese State University. Mm-hmm. 
So, as you see, they want to be called McNeese, but they're still called McNeese State. Okay. So, I don't want them back here anymore. Don't invite them again. Although, they did leave the locker room cl- very clean. Did you see that? I they did. <laughs> well, and... They weren't. They're, they're terrible. Yeah. yeah. And again, it, it is McNeese, but to me, more State. than anything, and what hopefully people are recognizing, is the difference in defense from last year to this year. I, 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 I'm not buying it. But uh, why here's not? what I'm buying. Here's what I'm buying. That there were games against bad teams that they gave up a lot of points last year. So it may That's be. That's what I mean. It may be that they're a lot better on defense. I don't know that 100%. They played a backup quarterback and a team that had no players. Okay? So I, I want to see what they do in this game. This is the true test of this defense, whether it's of any course. good or not. Yeah. But still, they didn't do that last year. No. Although it was Utah and Kentucky. But then South Florida, they gave up 28 in that game. Couldn't stop them. Right. Yeah. So I hope at it's, least I, you're seeing something different this year. Yeah, I hope it is. I, I, I we'll find out this week and we'll find out in uh, a few weeks when they play LSU and everything. So, th- I mean, again, this is why you don't freak out about the first game of the season. You don't freak out about the second game. You know when you freak out? When it gets to like the ninth Halfway. game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, it, there, it, just to see what happens here going forward. But certainly Florida got everything they wanted out of that game. They got to play a ton of players. Um one of them uh, probably had a rough night going to sleep after he fumbled Eddie Battle to to give up the, the shutout. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad for him. I mean, he didn't fumble on purpose. And they didn't even rule it a fumble at first, but it was definitely. Yeah, I was fumble. standing right there in front <laughs> of it, and I was like, that's a fumble. Yeah, that's that wasn't, you know. So they, they overturned it. But anyway, uh, but Florida pl- – Played a very clean, good game. Seven straight drives for touchdowns. They would, they could have scored in the sixties if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, you know, they weren't playing anybody. But it, it, I said this. I wrote this on the uh, back nine for uh, wruf.com. Jeff, I still don't know what to think of this team. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gonna find out over the next few weeks. But I have, I don't know. Is it the team that made a million mistakes? against Utah, or is it the team that dominated this last game? I, I don't think it's either one, to be honest with you. I think the the definition of this team comes this week, in two weeks, when they play at Kentucky, in four weeks when they play at Baton Rouge. I mean, I, it's a long definition. It's not a short definition. College football is never a short definition. Mm-hmm. Unless you're an Alabama fan right now. Yeah, you're, but you're, I, I think you have to be happy with the limited number of penalties because that was certainly yeah, an, an issue definitely. last week and, and what caused them to probably not win the game. Again. But here's – oh, God. I, I ran into my <laughs> – my wife was getting ready to go to the game, and I'm in the office. And I, I literally ran into the bedroom, and I said – Remember the first game of the game of the, of, for Utah last week? What was it? 70-yard touchdown pass. You know mm-hmm. what their first play of the game was this week? Delay of game penalty. And I'm like, why couldn't that have been last week? Yeah. Well, you know what? They were on the road. 
It's different being on the home and on the road. And, and they and, really should have lost that game. Oh, they! I thought the they were going to lose the whole game. So did I. Yeah, and then and then they they made a good comeback. Give them credit. Uh, but they're not a great team, no. uh, not, especially without Rising. But um, the bottom line is, when you're at home, it's a different atmosphere than when you're on the road. And I think in college football, it's more than any other sport. I really believe that. Like, um, you know, so. You're at home, so take advantage of it. Get a win, and everybody go. Well, the Gators aren't dead yet. Whatever happens, they're gonna. There's gonna be an overreaction, like there is with Alabama right now, like there is with Texas A&M right now. Yeah. Which uh, I, I, you know, I, I, there was a point in the game where I just went, "It's okay, it's okay, Jimbo." It's Jimbo losing. <laughs> Jimbo and Petrino didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But apparently they get, they decided not to play defense. Now they got two offensive coaches. They were terrible on defense. It was bad. I remember from and you know you're such a great historian of all things Gators. All right. And I, I there's Bring no it to me. there's no way you know this answer. If you do, then I will get Jose to give you something special. But I don't want anything special from Jose. All right, I'll give you something special. Okay. Well, I don't want anything special from you. <laughs> At, I remember reading, you know, I do read game notes, but not books, because that's a little less reading. And you got to prepare for different things. It said, the victory over McNeese improved Florida athletics to 6-1 and one all-time versus McNeese. So there was one sport mm. that lost to McNeese at some point, mm. some way, somehow. I don't know the answer. It didn't uh, say it in the notes, but well, I'm just like I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna. Well, I don't think it was basketball. Probably not. I don't think it would be tennis, and, and either tennis is. I don't think it would be uh, soccer. Maybe, uh, maybe golf. Maybe McNeese finished ahead of him in golf, and it counts as bit. a loss. So Mary Howard, if you're listening, I know you know everything. She she will she will straighten us out. It wasn't volleyball. I, I'm gonna go with that right away. I don't think it was gymnastics. No. Uh, track, no. That's a good question. That's a I really have, good I question. I have no idea. It's bothering me. Like, I wish I should have found out what that answer is. I'm, I'm going to look at my phone until Mary calls in because you know she will. Uh, hopefully. She will uh, do it. All right. If you want to call in, you can. 392-8255. That is our Titan MRI hotline. Uh, kudos to the crowd, by the way. It was really, really good for... First game against that type of opponent, and people balled out. And of course, and kind of Steve Egan and I were talking about this. We knew once the uh, third quarter ended and Tom Petty came about, then everybody would leave, and that's exactly yeah, what happened. Yeah. But great crowd, um, six largest all time against a uh, an FCS opponent, and eighty eight thousand positive yeah. and strong. So I, it was fun. I was not. I'm not surprised, but I'm happily. I, I, I guess I was happy to see that kind of crowd, and I know my wife and daughter went. Um, I'll be there next this week. Uh, but um, they, I mean, again, it was the first chance you had to see this team, yep. and I think a lot of people were excited about it. And they were they were excited about getting back to tailgating, and they knew that they could kind of come have a good time. Florida was going to win. And then you and then you would go on to the next week. So that was a, a big part of it too. But yeah, I, to be honest with you, I was a little surprised how big it was. I, I thought it might be in the eighty mm -hmm. range. Yeah, people. I told you, people showing up. Yeah, 
People balling out. All right, we'll, well get a break. Be showing up for this game, but oh. there are tickets available. Of course, way. yes. We'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, get those phone lines cranking. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. Monday Night Football kicks off tonight. Aaron Rodgers makes his New York Jets debut as they host Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. You can catch coverage of that one starting right here on WRUF at 7.30. And Gators Volleyball returns to the court tomorrow. Florida took all three matches in the Gator Invitational this weekend. The number three Gators will look to keep their undefeated start alive when they travel to Tallahassee for an in-state matchup with the Florida State Seminoles. Coverage of that one starts right here at 5.45 tomorrow. The Tampa Bay Rays return to the Diamond tonight for a three-game series with the Minnesota Twins. They are currently three games back from the Baltimore Orioles atop the AL East. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks. Get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger, made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. 
Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Okay, we are back here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and the great Jeff Cardozo. Semi-great Pat Dooley. I was uh, almost great in our uh, first week of pick contests. A lot of people uh, got in. Hopefully everybody was getting the links. Duel said he didn't get it, yet every other person got and it yet you, and got you into the league. Again, you see it? No, it's not popping up. There's something, there's a flaw. Maybe it's going to your spam. It must be, yeah. Gmail doesn't do spam. but I don't know. I don't know why I didn't get it. Uh, I know I went 15-5 <clears throat> in the Gainesville Quarterback Club. That's pretty good. Yeah. Really good. Um, Adam D. is our winner this week. He got 24 total correct answers, and I actually tied for second with five others at 22. So if you had the best record, would you have taken the prizes? and No, everybody? I would have gone to the next person. Okay. So we'll do that every week. And, again, if, uh, if you want to play, it's just a weekly contest, so you don't have to do it every week. You can forget. But as long as you win each week, you'll or, get some really cool prizes or from not uh, get the link like Try me. Eagle and make it happen. So email me to uh, thetailgatewruf at gmail.com, thetailgatewruf at gmail.com. Say you want in, we'll get you that link, and we'll have some fun. All right, let's get uh, some fun on the phones with Johnny kicking it off today. Hey, Johnny, what's up? Hey, not much. I just wanted to put my two cents worth in on this Magnese and Magnese State All right. controversy as I have going. <laughs> in the early 70s, I was stationed at Fort Polk, Louisiana, and that's a long way from Cedar Key where I grew up. <laughs> And uh, on on our first weekend, Liberty, I, we, we all went to Fort uh, Lake Charles. I'd never heard of Lake Charles. And something that really got me was drinking age was 18 back then. I was 20-something, so it didn't matter. But uh, what really shocked me was seeing girls in cheerleading uniforms in bars late at night. 
And so naturally I talked to one and I found out they were all from McNeese State. I'd never heard of McNeese State. I'd never heard of Lake Charles. So I checked into it and I talked to a lot of people, not just girls, but students that went there. All of them said McNeese State. And since then, I've seen it on weather maps and other things as uh, McNeese State. So I just throw that in. No, you're right. Jeff's wrong. It's what we were told to call them by their staff was just McNeese. They're eliminating the state. Just like Santa Fe is not Santa Fe well, Community College take anymore. Well, off their website? I don't know. Remember? Well, that but, Johnny, it's a great story. I'm just proud of you for talking to some girls back in the day. <laughs> hey, I was 20-some years old and said, say, married, <laughs> but, uh, which I'm no longer. So that was now you can go back. Was, now you can go back there and get some ladies. That was in the 1920s. You're talking about 70s. Oh, 70s. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed like it. Uh, no, it was about 72, somewhere in there, 73. Well, well done, well done, hitting on those McNeese State girls. That's right, McNeese State. That's what they were. All right, well, I'll talk to y'all later. All right, thanks, thanks Johnny. Man. You know. When I re- refer to them, I refer to McNeese. I always do the the soft C. But even the ump, uh, the uh, head official goes, there was a penalty on them. They didn't have many penalties, but he goes, holding number 32, McNeese State. <laughs> and I was like, it, it like startled me how, how profound he was in that Mac. McNeese State, not McNeese State. McNeese State. It's McNeese State. Just accept it. Just because they told you to call them that doesn't. It's like Middle Tennessee. One was trying so hard to be Middle Tennessee and not Middle Tennessee State, and everybody went, nah, we're not going to do that. All right. P A T R I C K D O O L E Y 54. 54. You keep getting the wrong. That's the problem. I, I will take the two years on my life. I would love to be 66 again. Patrick Dooley, 54, gmail.com. That's the problem. I'm just. So you, you probably took some Eagle, uh, try Eagle stuff away from me. I probably would have won. I had a great, great week. <laughs> would have. Uh, I'm disappointed. Would have done it. And, and listen. There's been a lot of really good quarterbacks at Florida, right? Yes. Graham Mertz, in two games, 526 passing yards. Second in program history for their first two career games. Who is the one that has bested him? Shane. Shane Matthews. So I, I, I did look up that. Oh, you did? I also looked up something else for you. That's a good stat, but go ahead. No, I, I'm no. good. Um so the all-time record at Florida for catches in a season is 88 by Carlos Alvarez. Yeah. I don't give Chad Jackson 88. Okay. He got seven in a bowl game. No, Carlos count. could not count his bowl games or he would have had 92. Okay. So he, he's still the, the all-time leading receiver. Ricky Pearsall's on a pace to break the record. 14 catches in two games. Yeah. And with the offense they're running um, – you know, it, it it's a lot of short passes, but and it, this was a good example to me in this game Saturday of what they 
This is what they thought they could do last week, and they didn't do, okay? And that was run the ball, run the ball, go play action, throw it over the top to Pearsall. You've got to bring all your safeties up. And that's what they did. They get a 50-yard touchdown pass. So it, it's possible he could he could do something like that where he could he could break that record. Yeah, they, they played a really kind of umbrella coverage, basically. They played so, three deep safeties. Yeah, whole yeah. Guys were really deep, so there was four in the box, maybe five at times. So that's why the Gators were so dominant on the ground. They did a really good job. Holes were huge. And that's what I think that um, – you know, but you talk having a, played a veteran, in a different way. A veteran, well, I, they did, but I think you know maybe a quarterback who felt a little more comfortable in things. He played a game here in the offense, and I think he was able to un- understand what what the defense was doing to him and what they were trying to take away from. What they were trying to take away was anything going over the top, which I don't understand why you would play that defense. But maybe they're just not very confident in their secondary. Well, I just I also think that they didn't want big plays to beat them, so they were going to make Florida nickel and dime them so down the field the whole time. Got, they just got That way they didn't score 80. They basically cut a big hole in them and just let it bleed out. Yes, exactly <laughs> right. All right, back to the phones. Porter joins us next. What up, P-Dog? Not much, not much. I want to throw in my two cents on the uh, state, lack of state, not state. All right. my, my guess, since I don't know Jeff to uh, just make things up out of thin air you know, pretty much ever, that uh, they they did tell him that, and my 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 guess is that it's it's a decision that's been made very very recently, so it just hasn't taken effect. I know that a lot of there's movement away from that, and I'm, I'd be kind of curious to get people's ideas why that they're doing that. I know Memphis State became Memphis, and and Kennesaw State at one point was wanting to go Kennesaw, and and a bunch of others. And I don't know is that what I, I presume that it was a state indicating that it was an actual state college, whether that you know identified with. Uh, you know, a campus affiliation or, or what? I don't know, but they wanted. I think they, the places wanted to be a state college and wanted to be known as a state college. And for whatever reason, there's a trend away from that. I'd like to get other people who know more about it out there listening. If, if, if that's true, and what, why? What's what's motivating? I'd kind of like to be curious about that. Um, Jeff, as far as Santa Fe, that's different though. They were Santa Fe Community College. They right. are. They were making a point that they're not a two-year college anymore. They've got four-year programs. Yeah, I That's agree with that. A little that. different than than changing the name. You know, it's a you know a, a junior, basically yeah. a community college for a junior college is is the little you know the stepchild so to speak. And uh, they wanted to be, be known that hey, we're a full-fledged university. And it, it, damn, it's bigger than a lot of universities. <laughs> so it might as well be. Yeah, very true. Um, I'll I'll shift it to, to uh, NFL. Just off the top of my head, I was sitting there thinking. And it, uh, I, I rattle off, I think, at least eight uh, home teams that lost out of the 15 games so far. And I came up with, I think, four that home teams that won. So there's a few I couldn't remember out there. I, I How is that for a, for a starting Sunday in the NFL? How many times do you remember you know, the home, home teams losing like that? I mean, all three Florida teams were on the road. They all won. The Chiefs lost at home. The Steelers lost at home. The Bears lost at home. Of course, that's not saying a lot, but um, – well, and, other than the, the Chiefs, Saints I don't won. think any of those Saints things won. are saying a lot. The, the, Saints, well, the Saints, well, the Saints won, and the the, the Washington Redskins, whatever you call them, they won. And uh, but I mean, I, I only came up with four off the top of my head, just driving around that that had won. So, is, is, does that mean anything? Are we are we uh, the home field advantage not what it was, or or is it just a matter of uh, teams we might not have thought? Are good or a little better than they were, and I, you know, I don't, I don't think people nailed twenty four out of 
28 pro games this week. But no, definitely anyway. did not. There were a lot of uh, crazy things. Thank well, you, Porter. I, yep. I Personally, I don't think it means anything. I think it's just kind of one of those weekends. And I think you had some matchups. For example, the Jaguars beat the Colts. Yeah, and that, as, that and should as beat good the Colts. as Anthony Richardson. There was, I mean, there was a lot of positive things about him, but they should beat them every time, uh, especially with a quarterback starting his first game. And you could go right through the list like that. Well, uh, and maybe one you thought would happen would be the Bengals beating Cleveland in Cleveland, and that didn't happen. No. So and that's Joe actually Burrow a home team that, the bed. that won. Yeah, Burrow could do anything. 90 yards of passing. But, I mean, again, he's coming off injury, missed – all the preseason. I, I Again, I don't ever I, – I always tell people don't overreact to the first game of a college football season, but really don't react to the first game of the NFL season because the first game of an NFL season is one of 17 games. You know, you could lose that game and go 16-1. and one. And, and um, in college, though, you lose that first game. For example, Alabama is like on the verge of being out of the playoffs. Because the other thing that's happened in college, uh, the SEC has had a terrible start to the season. Yeah, it's crazy. And so you can't go, hey, but we're in the SEC. And go, well, the SEC wasn't that good this year. So you're out, you know. So Yeah, but if they go to the SEC championship game, one loss. They better win it. You could probably still lose to Georgia. And okay. Let's just say they lose to Georgia. They get, let's say they go 11-1, and one, lose to Georgia, go 11-2. and two. Florida State will be undefeated. Georgia will be undefeated. Georgia will be undefeated. And Michigan or Ohio State will probably be undefeated. And then USC could be undefeated. And then, yeah, USC. So. I, mean, I, I think it's going to be hard for uh, a one-loss a one team. It's certainly a two-loss team has no chance this year in, yeah. in the SEC. Good point. That baby duels. Duels. All right, we need a break. Jose's chomping at the bit. To pick up the telly. His girlfriend didn't call him at all this weekend, so he needs some phone calls. Get some loving. You're listening to The Tailgate. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Rain and thunderstorms are still a pretty good bet heading into this evening. And tonight, some patchy fog is possible through tomorrow morning. And thunderstorms are likely starting Tuesday afternoon. Highs near 90. Now, Wednesday, we'll have lower rain chances, but the humidity stays sky high. Afternoon temperatures hit the 90s with heat indices near 100. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Shane Matthews here inviting you to join me, Coach Spur, and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. this football season for Inside the Huddle, presented by Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Titan MRI, Silverback Concrete, and QC Kinetics. From quarterback controversies to coaches on the hot seat, we will have you covered. Dane heels, change things, scars, glory, last forever. Inside the Huddle with me, Shane Matthews, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Shaka, shaka. All right, we're back. Dools and Dozo here with you. Phone lines 392-8255. If you want to chat about not only the uh, the Gator game, but everything that happened in uh, first full weekend of football with college and pro and Everything else going on, some uh, some fun stuff. Braves are playing today twice against the Phillies. They won the first game. Actually have a uh, a buddy that has uh, always wanted to go up to Philly. He's a huge Braves fan. So he said, you know what? I'm going to go up there for the doubleheader. 
And so I just texted him when I saw the Gators or the, the Braves won. I said, how's the stadium look like a fun first game? And he texted back, Pat. He says, really cool. It's pretty hot up here. Acuna crushed a homer. Riley had an inside the park homer. And I'm sitting behind home plate for game two tonight. So he bought the bougie seats. He probably wasn't real happy when uh, Iglesias gave up the that two-run homer to Bryce Harper in the ninth inning. Yeah, but it made it fun at least. No, I don't want fun. I want to win. I want to dominate. I want to win by a lot. By the way, um, we got – informed by our great producer about the McNeese loss was in softball. I just looked it up. 2000. Eight to two. Dang. McNeese throttled. They brought the thunder that day. Um, That was. I would have been on campus. Yeah. You. That was their first win. Look at the records up there on the top. I don't think that's. Here's a problem, okay? And I'm 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 just gonna say this out loud, but what do you mean? Well, look, Flo- the, the box score says that Florida won eight two. Okay, because that was McNeese's first win of the year. I know, but I I it doesn't. Then you look at the box score and it says that they didn't win. Right. Th- there's a lot of this on the website. That's all. I'm well, it was 23 years ago. I know, but if... I'm sure all your parts don't work as good as they did 23 years ago. I'm just saying, if it was me, and I was in charge, I would go. I would have somebody just go back and fix all these things. There's a lot of things like this. All right, anyway, I, it, apparently it was in, but it, according to the website, it says they... That wasn't a good team, anyway. I'm just, I, I, get, I get frustrated because... This is because yeah, you want to look stuff I'll, up. And I'll give you a accurate. good, a great example of this. Okay. Okay. Saturday night, Beth Mowens keeps talking about Ricky Pearsall's birthday, a birthday boy with a touchdown catch. Well, about goes on and on. So I go, you know, before I write that for Gators Wire, let me double check it. So I go to Wikipedia and call up his name. It says his birthday is November twenty eighth. I call Scott Carter because he's at the game and. Can he, ask. I, he texts me back and goes, no, I've talked to everybody here. They said his birthday's today. But on Wikipedia, it says it's uh, November 28th. So I don't know if it's his birthday or not, so I just go, I'm staying away well, from it. It's got to be right if it's from the Gators, because when you have the media guide, they put your birthday in there. No, they don't anymore. They used to. They do, they quit putting it in there. So they somebody told I, – I, I'm sure it was his birthday yesterday, but nobody asked I was hoping that somebody in the press conference would ask him about catching a touchdown on his birthday, but nobody did. So I don't know if it was his birthday or not. I assume it was. I don't think they would have bad information out there. But And then I, so I go to Karen. I go, I, I, I can't believe that Wikipedia had it wrong. She goes – she looks at me like, what? You would – you can't believe Wikipedia had something wrong? I go, you're right. I, I'm just staying away from it. But, again, when you're a person who deals with details all the time, even though I know I'm not working for a newspaper, but I still deal in details, it's frustrating when they don't, they're incorrect. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think a lot of people might have been uh, incorrect about Anthony Richardson week one. Did some good things. He Threw a touchdown, fine. but again, ran for a touchdown. If he's going to run like that, uh, and again, he got hurt on a uh, on a run down by the goal line. Where if he gets in, 
they they've got a chance to onside kick and maybe win the game, and then they got to bring Minshew in. Of course, he throws three wobbly ducks. He, I I think Gardner Minshew didn't even know he was in Indianapolis. He was just like wandering around. And then they go, "Oh, you're in the game," and he ran out in there, and he he was like loosening up. You know? um, but you know, he 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 was okay. He was okay. He was his timing. It was the same. I'm telling you, Jeff, it was the same guy we saw here. He did some incredible things, and then they would have a big play, and it'd be it'd be third and ten, and he'd throw a 15-yard square in. The guy's open. He'd throw it behind him. It was the same stuff he did here. That's where he's going to have to get better <laughs> going forward. And they'll protect nobody's him expecting him to go have a great year this year. Nobody's expecting them to be a great. Would you pick him on your fantasy team? No. No way. No. No. Not even with his feet? Putting up some points? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I apparently I'm involved in a fantasy draft tonight, I've been told. So you ready? Yeah, well I I I would pick him well, I, I will say this. There is not a good lot of good quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't know if the is the NFL that good defensively. It's it seems like offensive linemen have no chance of stopping these big yeah. fast defensive linemen anymore. It was unbelievable. Like you got to give a lot. Of, I mean, Joe Burrow couldn't do anything. The highest paid quarterback in the history of the world can't even throw for a hundred yards. It felt like there was a lot of games like that. Look at what Dallas did to Daniel Jones oh, last God. night. No chance whatsoever. And this is going to be hard for me all year because we have the Daniel Bucks. Jones and Mac Jones both had bad. Mac was okay, but we we have well, they were down like we have early. the Bucks on this station, of course. So you can listen to them every week. And I'm pissed at the Bucks because I know Trask isn't starting. And then make Baker Mayfield was awful at the beginning of the game. I was watching. And then he was pretty good he in the second him, half. Yeah. But I don't know if you know this, and this could be a good story for Gators Wire or something. Even maybe coming this weekend. Remember Josh Canales? He was on. Uh, he was on vaguely. the '98 team, and then played short '99. A vague 2000. But anyway, so he was Gator. Played. There's a lot of baseball players that come through. Yes, here. teammates with of mine. His brother, Dave Canales, is now the offensive coordinator for the Bucks. So I that's kind of cool. That. Yeah. Um, he was at Seattle for a long time, and then Bucks hired him this year. So, kind of a cool little thing to well, have uh, Dave Canales down there. Yeah, absolutely. But again, you know, I'm just not going to take too much from the first. I I I did enjoy the first week. I watched. Let me tell you what, Jeff. I need to get out more, okay? <laughs> I I sat there. I made sure I was home by 11 o'clock on Saturday because the Vanderbilt game was starting at 11, okay? Vanderbilt-Wake Forest, which I was kind of curious how that would turn out. They played three plays in lightning delay. I stayed up till 1.15, and I watched football on two TVs the whole day and kept – the, the biggest issue I had – was all these lightning delays that were going on, and they would take take the game from ESPNU and then put it on ESPN two, and then and then put it back on ESPN News, which I didn't even know I had. Then I had to find it, and then they were, it, it was just going crazy. But I did watch way too much football this weekend. The first weekend, which to me this is the first weekend, mm-hmm. I watched so much. And then I said, well, you know, Sunday, Pat, you're not going to watch all these NFL games. I watched them right up until it was twenty six nothing Dallas. I watched every game. I could because we had uh, red zone the first week. Nice. 
So Do you watch whatever you wanted. I I watched. I I red zone is too much for me. It's like a play happens, and before the guy can even start to comment, they go to the next play on another team, and then they. It's like it, at one point, it's like I, this is why I don't get red zone. It's just too much. I'd rather just watch. If I wanted to watch five games at a time, I would go to like a sports bar and watch and be able to turn my head to watch them instead of just them coming at me too rapid fire. Some people love red zone. I mean, you know who loves red zone? My daughter. She, Kelsey, she goes, I can't believe I'm missing out on stuff. So you just go and get it. Don't worry about it. She goes, well, I, I can't get it because I don't have cable. I go, just go and get YouTube it. YouTube TV's got it. Oh, that's what she did. I she think. went to YouTube Something TV. Like that. Yeah. All right, we need a break. We'll uh, continue with your phone calls next here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. Monday Night Football kicks off tonight. Aaron Rodgers makes his New York Jets debut as they host Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. You can catch coverage of that one right here on WRUF starting at 7.30. And Gators Volleyball returns to the court tomorrow. Florida took all three matches in the Gator Invitational this weekend. The number three Gators will look to keep their undefeated start alive when they travel to Tallahassee for an in-state matchup with the Florida State Seminoles. Coverage of that one starts right here tomorrow at 5.45. And the Tampa Bay Rays return to the Diamond tonight for a three-game series with the Minnesota Twins. They currently are three games back from the Baltimore Orioles atop the AL East. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond, proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. 
Here's the kickoff. And this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and super sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Geff, and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Hey Gators fans, D&D Advertising has the new 2023 football schedules ready for pickup at these fine businesses. Superior Wildlife Services, Affordable Garage Door Service, Daughtry Tree Service LLC, Flowright LLC Plumbing and more, Ridgemark Commons, and Ward Supermarket. D&D Advertising Enterprises is not licensed, affiliated with, or endorsed by any university, sports institution, or program unless specifically stated in writing. No proceeds from any of the funds collected will be given to any educational institution or sports team. Not responsible for schedule changes after printing. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. That drives me crazy. Ooh, ooh. Like no one else. Ooh, ooh. Hey, look, Jeff's on the uh, Fine Bomb show right now. This is Jeff. Ooh. Columbus, Ohio. I've never been there. Yeah, I've actually been there. I was there. You know what I was there for, which is really weird? This back when newspapers were, you know, hem, you know, printing money. Mm-hmm. They sent me to cover Florida's first golf match of the year in the, uh, whatever it was, the Ohio State Invitational in Columbus because they had uh, Robert Floyd and Josh McCumber were on the team. And it was a big deal. You know, they had these two, you know, I mean, Josh was a nephew of, of Mark McCumber. Obviously, Robert Floyd was Raymond Floyd's son. And they thought it would be a great story. So I went up there. And, of course, the first day, it rained out. So <laughs> I am in, in Columbus. What are you going to write about? I actually went to the – that day, Ohio State is my first only time being in the horseshoe. Ohio State was playing um, Houston. And I go, and he, Florida was opening with Houston the next year. So I said, hey, I'll go there and talk to people about Houston and uh, Kim Helton's their coach. I'll talk to him. So I, I got something out of it, but that was pretty much it. But, uh, yeah, so that was my only time in Columbus. It, it's really a big city compared to usual conference. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's really nice. It's, it's, it's good, though. I liked it there. It was pretty cool. Good. Pretty cool. Well, I think we're cool, and you want to talk? thunderstorm warning. The National Weather Service in Jacksonville has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for southeastern Alachua County, north-central Marion County, west-central Putnam County, and northeastern Florida until 5.30 p.m. At 4.53 p.m., a severe thunderstorm was located over Cross Creek, or near Citra, moving northeast at 5 miles per hour. 
Animal hazard. 60 miles per hour wind gusts. Source. Radar indicated. Impact. Expect damage to roofs, siding, and trees. Locations impacted include Hawthorne, Cross Creek, McIntosh, La Cruza, and Grove Park. For your protection, move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. Large hail, damaging wind, and continuous cloud to ground lightning are occurring with this storm. Move indoors immediately. Lightning is one of nature's leading killers. Remember, if you can hear thunder, you are close enough to be struck by lightning. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 5.30 p.m. for the following counties in Florida, Alachua, Marion, and Putnam. Especially on a road game. Um, and, of course, Tennessee didn't play great this weekend either. You know, Joe Milton didn't play great. Um, but, I mean... Again, I don't. I don't think the first two games of the season have anything to do with this game. And you know what else doesn't matter? Nine straight wins at home. Yes, doesn't agree. Matter. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Let's uh, see what Ramey's got for us as we finish off hour number one. Hey, Ramey, what's up, man? Hey guys, long time no talk. Yeah, good to hear your voice. Did I ever tell you, Pat? Remind me when you guys were talking about Columbus, Ohio, that um, I stumbled on Urban Meyer's restaurant, like relatively new opening and he was there for a fundraiser event and i had my gator with you know winter times had my gator hoodie on and he immediately saw it and like went out of his way to show me all the gator uh memorabilia that he had all over the restaurant which oh, was nice. quite a bit like he like was there was a specific area where he's like come here I, you know i gotta show you all the gator stuff and then his wife shelly was there and we were up there visiting my son-in-law who at the time was Air Force ROTC at uh, Ohio State, big Buckeye. So it was pretty neat. We got the man, but man, he that that's where I suspect they took that picture of what happened with that girl because man, there were just girls all over him. It was, <laughs> you know, that is what it is, but sure, he hasn't changed much since back then. Hey, uh, yeah, so copy on and agree. The first two games don't really tell us anything, but um, I, I don't know. I still think from the beginning of the season, I think this team is better obviously they didn't show it the first first game but i think this is the game that we'll see if billy's really making progress coaching on the field right because it is frustrating from the first game not to, to, to watch him really almost look like he's overwhelmed over his head not adjusting to anything right so i'm really looking forward to this game we'll be there in blue turn on our daters in the swamp saturday night but i'm really looking forward to him really showing us that he can develop and coach these guys maybe not necessarily win i think we'll win obviously but i just want to see a, a game where we feel good that finally his coaching you know he can he can coach in the sec and continue to develop a good program no it's a great point i mean this is a huge game for billy as, as a coach uh not just for this these players but it, for him as a coach for you know you you want if you're a gator fan you want billy to give you a reason to have optimism going forward. It's not about, well, if we can win this game, we might be able to win the East. I mean, nobody's thinking – I don't think anybody's thinking that way. You just got to win this game because otherwise you start out one and two and you've not beaten – uh, again, We I dictated this record and I'm going to keep – stay on it till they start winning some games. Seven and 18 against Power 5 teams uh, um, in the last two three years. So – or two and a half years. Two years and two games. It's not good. That's not a good record. Yeah, man, I'm totally for giving him time, right? I mean, we got we have to give him 
three or four years. But, yeah, there's no indication that giving him more time is going to result in, in better coaching on the field. And we all agree, right? He's a great program manager, great CEO. I'm, you know, he's amazing at that. But we've got to have hope because why? I mean, everybody's talking about, well, we've got to hang on to the 2024 class. But, gosh, even if we hang on to them, if he's not developing them and showing that he can coach them, I mean, then eventually – uh, you know, that's going to start impacting us, right? So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this being the beginning of him showing that he can coach and, and adjust, right? And that's the other thing, right? There's been no adjustments coming out of the, the halftime. It doesn't seem like in any game. So, anyway, yep. always pulling for him. Go Gators. All right, Ramey, thank you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, it's behind the scenes all done right. You just certainly want to see it be put together on Saturdays and certainly this Saturday. And yep. It would change the narrative quite a bit because, I, I mean, I, some of that stuff he says certainly is valid. And I think even for Billy Napier, he wants it to change. And I think he even knows that he's better than what has been shown so far. He's also so, a touchdown underdog at yeah. home. So, I mean, crazy. it's not going to be easy. No, it won't. Easy first hour. We'll see if uh, the second is the same. Give us a call here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. You're listening to The Tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Having pain like that and not knowing how you caused it and for how long it's lasting, it's debilitating. QC Kinetics patient Diane Richardson hated not being able to live her life to the fullest due to joint pain. But then she called QC Kinetics, where regenerative treatments helped her pain go away. The result was phenomenal. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in using natural biologics to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This was a great alternative for me as opposed to going in and possibly having surgery or something else. There was no downtime, and that's that's what I love. My life is too busy for me to be sidelined. If you're tired of constant pain from arthritis or injury, don't think the old treatments are the only treatments. Discover regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Just to feel good and know that I'm out of pain is the best thing ever. I'm able to do everything that I want to do. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. 
I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melvin Law. We won't back down. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooling. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Hey, that's us, Hour 2. Welcome into our second hour. It's brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down. Jeffrey is going to make an appearance here next week on the show. Said uh, he wanted to come on after the Gators beat Tennessee. So there's one guy that's pretty confident. There you go. I got it. He's uh, ready to go. I think, I think most Gator fans are a little more confident than I would like. I think they're... Um, and I, I think that Tennessee score kind of fired them back up, you know. That, that they struggled a little they bit. They struggled on offense. But, hey, look, none of nothing that has happened over the first two weeks matters. It's what you do Saturday, yes, 7 o'clock. Agreed. Is Florida State the best team in the country right now? I would have had him number one. I would have, If I was still uh, an AP voter, I would have had him one after last week. And I, it has nothing to do with the game they played this week. Yeah. They played a crappy team. But – and they're playing a uh, crappy team again this week. Well, they'll Boston play a crappy Dallas. team every week. Even maybe Clemson's a crappy team. Yeah, they may be. I, I tell you what, they could easily go 12-0. and 0. Um, but, I mean, if Miami stays the way they are, that'll be a big game. Certainly. First time in a long time it would be a big game, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, again, both teams need to maintain. But I'm trying not to worry about them too much. I'm, yes, I'm worried agree. about the team that – plays across the street from us it's the gators they play tennessee and Ryder wants to talk about it let's get them hey Ryder, what's up hey y'all what's going on uh i was just kind of calling to see because coming into the year um the idea for kind of the 
the team would have like an aggressive run game and that kind of to be the identity. And obviously against Utah, that wasn't the case. But <clears throat> last week against like a really inferior opponent, we were able to, you know, rely on the run game. So I was wondering like how you guys kind of see it playing out um, this Saturday. If you guys think like, you know, we're going to be able to run the, the ball dominantly or have to rely on Mertz and like a kind of a weak receiver room. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good stuff, Ryder. And, and honestly, I think it's how Tennessee chooses to play Florida. The good thing is that they've shown that Mertz can be very accurate, which is what we did not see last year from a certain quarterback that's now in the NFL. I mean, he's his completion percentage is better than 70% through the first couple of games, so that's really good. And I think he was 14 of 17 this past week. So yeah. you're at least completing passes to your own guys. So he He's knows. actually got a chance to break that record, too. Yeah. But that's uh, held by uh, the great Wayne Peace. Yeah, completion percentage. So, and, But if Tennessee stacks the box, then Mertz can throw it. And if they play similar to what we saw from McNeese, then especially getting a Guacan back this week, which Napier did say today that the Gators will have their center <laughs> back, which is good news. Yeah, sure. That'll make a big difference. So. Um, I still think Florida wants to try to run it first. I mean, those two guys are legit, and when they're doing their thing, and, and that'll certainly keep Tennessee off the field as well if they can control the t- clock. So, if I'm Tennessee, though, I am stacking the box and I am and blitzing, them to and throw. I, yeah. I am going to make them beat us, beat me. You, you said a uh, questionable wide receiver. I think their wide receiver is pretty good. It's just a matter of, um, you know, staying healthy and can he get them the ball. Because when you, I mean, Caleb Douglas, I don't think had a catch in this game, right? No. And I yeah. think they only targeted him once in the whole game. They went to Pierce all a lot, but they, again, when they, when they are mostly running it, that's what you get. You, uh, this was the opposite of the last game where Burst threw it forty-four times. You know, mm-hmm. so again, I don't yeah. think I don't think anything that happened in game one or game two has anything to do with game three. I think game three stands on its own. And then. Uh, you guys think we'll get a pretty good, you know, sellout crowd? I'm surprised I haven't sold out yet, but I'm expecting to be pretty, pretty loud in the swamp on Saturday night. Yeah, so. it'll be nuts. And I, I mean, again, kudos if you guys missed in the first hour to the crowd that showed up. That was awesome for uh, was. an inferior opponent, and I think everybody knew Florida was going to win. But I just, I mean, I think it just shows you the kind of buzz that what what people want, and even after losing that first week, people are ready, and it'll be nuts in there on Saturday. Yes, sir. All right, y'all have a good one. Thanks, Ryder. Good stuff, man. Yeah, it should be a, a great crowd. Uh, again, 7 o'clock game is good. I think it gets people, allows them to lube up but not feel like, ah, I don't want to go, it's too late. Um, so it'll be fun. It'll be a, a lot of fun to, uh, for the Swamp, for people that are at the Swamp. Anybody got two free tickets? Let me know because. Need them. I need five. Oh, man. Well, you're gonna win. You. You're gonna win that battle before I am. I get. I had two for the last game in the terrace for nice. Karen. Uh, certain individual helped help me out there. She had a blast there. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see. I mean, look. Usually, it used to be in the old days. In fact, Coach Spur and I were talking about this today. How Florida Tennessee was such a big deal. And the winner was basically in. Yeah, it was it. Yeah, and and now it's like okay, win this game, and now you've got the, the you're the team that can then beat Georgia, hopefully, and 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 do something. But uh, it's not like uh, the winner uh, cements itself. However, I do think the winner kind of sets the tone for the rest of the year. 
You know, mm-hmm. it, like if let's just say Florida wins this game, okay? Now Florida feels okay. We're we're making the progress. We're doing the right things. Let's say Tennessee wins it, then Florida fans are going to go. We this looks like six and seven will be the best thing we can do this year. So there's going to be a lot of. Uh, it's a big game. I, I I think it's even bigger than it it appeared to be before the season, because before the season we were all talking about Utah. And then we were we were kind of like, well, if you lose to Tennessee, it's not that big a deal. But you got to beat Kentucky. I think Kentucky was the swing game before the season. Now there's no doubt it's Tennessee's the swing game for this year. If if they win, all right, let's see where they go from here. If they lose, they're one and two, not good. Yep, not looking good. Money line is uh, at plus two twenty. Spreads down to now six and a half. So. Some people are betting the Gators. Uh, it was in double today. figures before the, as was the Utah spread yeah. before the season. But um, yeah, uh, again, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee did not have a great game last week, and people are looking at that. Florida put up some points. So, but and and the game, I think it's almost like they went, oh, that's in Gainesville. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on Florida. Yeah. So I I look. None of us have any idea what's gonna happen. We're just gonna watch the game. That's it. Let's back to the phones. Get Mark next. Hey, Mark, welcome. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. A uh, little off topic. I, it's always nice to get a little rock and crotch, but this is about golf. Um, has there been any more word about the moving the golf course out to Parker Road? Have you heard that? I heard it seven years ago, and it's exactly where it was seven years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Has it been that long? I thought it was like last year or no, so. No, seven years ago, uh, I was talking to uh, Brian Kornblau, who's a huge Gator booster. He and I had beers at uh, Gators Dockside, and he brought it up at that point seven or eight years ago, and he brought it up as a possibility. Wow. And I and and I've been hearing it every year since then. Uh, I'll believe it when they break ground. Oh man, time flies when you're losing games, man. I'll tell you. Well, they're they're they need to they I I don't know well, I don't know how many golf courses we're going to have in five years. We may be down to zero. So I, I know I, with the shutdown. They're shutting down the uh, country club, shutting down the Meadowbrook's gone, West End's wheat gone. field. Yeah. No, I, I don't think wheat is being is what's being grown there. I think it's uh, weeds. <laughs> <laughs> and not weed. It would be good if it was weed, uh, but not weeds. Yeah. Okay. All right. And who anyway, knows where we're going to be with Ironwood in a year from now. I mean, I'm uh, saying, I can say yeah. that now that I know – Wait another week. Okay. Well. All right, Mark. Uh-oh. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Thanks. All right, man. Appreciate Go it. Take it easy. Let's uh, get John to join us next. John, what's up? Hey, how about them Cowboys? How no, about I'm just it? Kidding. <laughs> I'm a, you know I'm a huge golfer fan. Yeah, that was like, that was fun, man, wasn't it? To, to Hill yesterday. You know that was a shock. That not that they put up. Some numbers. I was I was pleasantly surprised at the offensive line zero sacks, but I was equally just kind of disappointed in their defense with Fangio coming over. I thought maybe the Dolphins would, you know, they get a lead, and I said, okay, you know, we can shut them down and maybe get up another touchdown and win the ball game. But it was just going back and forth, and then just, you know, when what what a heck of a couple of throws at the end of the game. They were so clutch is that that little little fade route in the end zone for the touchdown was just beautiful. Did you see that? Yeah, seven. Uh, it was Tyree seven Hill. lead changes. But, yeah, that, that ball, they 
I saw a slow-mo version, and you couldn't have thrown it any more perfect than Tua did right there. Just barely got over the defender's helmet. It was, it was like right if, into his if chest. Tyree Kill had been running with a bucket, the ball would have landed. Yeah, right, right in it. It. Yeah. it was it was pretty special throw, and I think it just shows you the importance of Tua and and what think he about can this. do. Uh, I don't know. Eight months ago, we thought he may be done with foot forever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, no, it's still, it's good. I mean, At least the John the, I mean, the if, defense if stepped up. It, at the end, so that was what it mattered. Yeah. I mean, if he takes a big hit, I'm just still questioning him. But, I mean, I was so happy that, that they kept him clean yesterday. I mean, I was watching the game and just, it's like, the time that he had in the pocket. I mean, he was, like, looking off the second and third receivers the whole game, and he finally would go to to, to Hill. I was like, man, where, where, I mean, where was this offensive line last year? Even with, you know, missing uh, Armstead was out of the lineup yesterday. It was just pretty special, but yep. uh, yeah. Again, you were going up against one of the great pass rushers in the in the league. Well, Bosa. Bosa? Yeah. I mean, they, he was negated yesterday, big time. I mean, just yeah, he's been out, know. and maybe he wasn't. Uh, again, I wonder with some guys like that. You know, for example, Joe Burrow, who missed all the preseason with that hamstring. You never know how they're going to be in a couple of weeks when they get healthier. But no, that was fun. That was the most fun game I watched all weekend. To be honest with you, the Dolphin game. Yeah. Hey Pat, back in '94, uh, you remember the? Uh, I guess Bob Hope used to do the parade all American. You know, the guys would come out and they'd say, "Hey, I'm Teddy Bruschi from Arizona State." Yeah. You know, and they kind of like showcase them. You know, and they'd be in their uniform. You remember back then? Yep, I do. Yes. Okay. I could go so, further back than that, but go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm bringing '84 because it makes a reference to what I was trying to say. So there was Kerry Collins. There was, um, you remember Frank Sanders from Auburn, yeah, obviously. Great player, yeah. And then the then the announcer wasn't Bob Hope because Bob Hope wasn't around, but he'd say, "Well, this guy can't make it because he had prior uh, and, and you know arrangements and stuff like that." And he says, "The wide receiver from Florida, Jack Jackson." Now I don't remember him being an All-American. Was he an All-American back then? I think he was, yeah. Yeah, he was legit. Yeah, he had a great year, yeah. Oh, yeah number I one. Mean, I just, I just couldn't remember him being on that type of list. I know he had that one. I guess the tip pass was against. I want to say Florida State. You know, back then he caught, caught a touchdown, but I just, I just can't recollect being back then that, that he was was a special All American. No, he was, he was a legit player. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it that he could have been on that team. Now, again. It's one group of all Americans versus you know when you're talking about wide receivers back in those days, if you threw the ball at all, you had a chance to be an all American because right. nobody threw the ball. But yeah, no, but anyway, I, I'm not I saw this on uh, I saw this on YouTube and you know I was kind of like interested in watching it and I was kind of shocked to hear that he was on that list. So I just wanted to share that with you and I thought if you'd known that back then, you know, you were in yeah. the media that you. Gotta remember something like that. Yep. Well, I can I can tell you a better story than that with all American teams. Nineteen sixty six. Playboy. Nope. Nineteen sixty six. Ed Sullivan brings the um, the all American team out, right? And, okay. And so they get to uh, the quarterback. Um, we're all excited. We're all watching it on our black and white TVs because Spurrier, 
it's going to be Spurrier. And they when it was Spurrier, they showed – I'm trying to remember the player. It seemed like it was like – would it have been Floyd Little? Would it have been around that time? But anyway, they well, showed – Well, he was a running back, obviously. Yeah, know. but they showed the wrong guy. They showed Floyd Little. <laughs> oh, no. So, so th- they they go to break, and then they, bring, they go – Ed Sullivan comes back and goes, well, you know, uh, earlier we were showing the All-Americans all and we, we didn't show this one young player. Let's bring him on out here. Steve Spurrier, University of Miami. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> so, no, they, they, let me tell you what. I wrote, a type wrote a letter to the Ed Sullivan show telling him how I was never going to watch him again. Again, I'm 12 <laughs> years old. So, right. Uh, and then they, so the next week they go, well, obviously we made a mistake last week. You know, and Ed Sullivan goes, so let's let's make sure we recognize Steve Spurrier from the University of Florida. And they showed Steve from l- last week coming out there, even though it wasn't, he wasn't there live. I need to ask him about that. I have sure. never talked to him about that. But we lost our minds when he said the University of Miami. No. Hey, I'm sorry, my dog's running off. Sorry. And not only hey, that, hey. but the University of Miami wasn't even a legitimate football program back then. <laughs> John, John, go take care of the dog, man. Thank you. All right, talk to you later, guys. All right, see ya. <laughs> I want I want video of what happened with that dog. Yeah. He's, um. All right. This is you're you're so good at random actors and actresses, right? Yes. Like that's your deal. Yeah, kind of a deal. You you may not know this one though. Do you remember the movie Little Big League? When the I only I watched it once. It was like Usually it's movies I watch over and over again. Minnesota right? Twins. And he, the little kid was the manager and yes. all that. All right, I remember that. So the mom that played. Or, uh, uh, wait a minute. Let me let me because I always get it confused with rookie of the year. Yes, it's not rookie of the year. That was the Cubs. That was the kid had the the a robotic arm. Rodenheiser. Yeah. Yeah. Rowan the, Gardner. Yeah. Rowan Gardner. And then the guy from Dumb and Dumber was a pitching coach. Or in uh, not Dumb and Dumber, um, the Macaulay Culkin ones where he. He was one of the bank oh, robbers. Daniel Stern, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Oh, he's terrible in that movie. But, he, you know, he actually produced and wrote the movie. Did he I really? think he directed it, too. All right, so this is actually really cool. So, Little Big League was the kid was the manager of the Minnesota Twins. And the mom, or the lady that played the mom of that kid, her name was Ashley Crow. I have to show you a picture. No, you're not getting Ashley now, Crow? I, I, I will say this. You know how little big league is not on that much, but yeah. versus the other rookie one, of the year. rookie of the yeah. year is on all the time. All right, I'll show you her picture. But anyway, so she played the mom of the manager, the kid. So her son, his name is Pete Crow Armstrong. The Cubs just called him up. He's their number one prospect, and he's now going to make his debut for the Cubs and David Ross. But how weird is that? So this mom was basically the mom in a movie of a big leaguer 30 years ago. Now her son is the number one prospect for the Cubs and is going to make his real major Maybe league Maybe that's why they hired her. Debut. she liked baseball. She she knew about baseball. Back in the day. You have to show me a picture because I, I right. literally cannot – I can't even remember what the manager looked like. I'll show you. All right, we'll get a break so I can show that to Pat. And that's us- unusual for me. You know that. I'm, yes, I'm you're good usually at good at that, show, so that's yeah. why I thought you might know. All right, we'll be back with more of your phone calls next. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. 
We've got a busy day for girls' high school volleyball. Chiefland squares off with Bell. Newberry takes on Dixie County. And Brantford faces Union County. Sticking with the volleyball court, Gators Volleyball returns to the court tomorrow. Florida took all three matches in the Gator Invitational this weekend. The number three Gators will look to keep their undefeated start alive when they travel to Tallahassee for an in-state matchup with the Florida State Seminoles. Coverage of that one starts right here on WRUF at 5.45. And Monday Night Football also kicks off tonight. Aaron Rodgers makes his New York Jets debut as they host Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. You can catch coverage of that one right here at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Duels and Dozo here with you. Lots of phone calls to get to, so right back we go to them and get Alex to join us. Hey, Alex, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Um, hey, Pat, um, I know it's been 20 years since we lost to Tennessee. That was in 2003. I was at that game. Ingle Martin was the quarterback, right? I believe you're correct, sir. Um, yeah, I know that – uh, what what was the quarterback for Tennessee? I can't think of his name. They had Clawson. Casey Clawson. Yeah, Clawson. they threw a hail mary at the end of the half, and the ball at the end of the the first half. And I the know, ball is crazy. in the air, and Florida rushed three on the play. And as the ball is in the air, Robbie turns to me and goes, "I hope they catch it." Rushing three. That's the stupidest thing ever. And I go, I agree with you. And then they caught it, and I was like, "Well, and I'm they not, caught it. I'm not that happy about that, it, but yeah." The whole momentum of the game changed on that play. Oh yeah, coach. absolutely. So I'm gonna throw, I'll throw I'll throw a softball question at you. What do you think about this game? I I don't have a feel for it any kind of the way I did with Utah. I I don't think Florida's shown anything that they're going to show in this game. Um, I, I I hope if they can play a clean game, I think they'll win. Uh, but yeah. I mean, there's no guarantees of that. We all know what they did the first week. We know what they did the second week. This uh, these are it's a totally different thing. You're at home against a team that is an arch rival, that has quality, great players. Um, I, I, I have no feel for it yet. Maybe I'll have a better feel like Wednesday or Thursday. But uh, right now, I, I I wouldn't be surprised no matter what happens. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I listened, so I listened to the Eric Ains show in Knoxville during the week of the Gator game just to get a feel of what they're feeling, you know. And they – not not the players, but but the fans are scared of Florida. They are because they haven't won here in 20 years. They haven't. But they're saying Josh Heifel's going to pull out a lot of stuff that he really come out with yet, and blah blah blah. Yeah, Which I think both heard. coaches have have left a lot in their uh, you know, and their 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's there well, I, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Forget. I know where you're. I know. Where you're yeah. No, they're, I don't. They're man purse. Yeah, they, They've left a lot of a lot of them in their satchels. <laughs> well, the 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 theme in Knoxville, from what I've heard, is that they played very bad against um, Austin P. And um, 
So now they're going to come down and rev it up against Florida. It's Gator Hater Week. That's what they say up there. Yeah. Gator Hater Week. Um, but that's all right. You know. We'll yeah. keep it out. I don't miss those trips I used to have to take every year up there. Every other year up there. I, I, love, I love going to Knoxville. I like, I like, I do too. I, I like really the city it. of Knoxville, but be, uh, I don't know. There was just something about that fan base. Now, you know, you know what's funny is today I was talking to my dad. I said, you know, Tennessee fans have always been nice to me. The fans are Auburn and Georgia and Ohio State. They're the worst. Boy, Ohio State, more people will tell you that they have the worst fans in the world than they were than any other team. I mean, I, I hear it from yeah. national media guys. I hear it from that that, that is the worst. Now, look, Miami's the worst fan base, so don't even argue with me on that. But, well, no, I, yeah. but Ohio State, for a, a program that's been established and as good as they are, is, is I, I hear nothing but negative stuff about their fan base. Well, in Phoenix in 2006, that was bad. They treated apparently. us like they treated us like we were ugly stepchildren. They treated us like, oh, I mean, it was horrible, and we beat their ass. Oh, I mean, we did, but 41-14. But they treated us so horribly. Yeah, I heard a lot of bad to- stories about that. They they thought they were going to roll, but I mean, you know, that's why, that's why Jeff, I never say too much about anybody before a game. I always wait till after the game. Yeah, I agree. No, but the worst, you know, traditionally, Georgia's the worst. It's like I told my dad today. He's he's almost 90 years old. He's been a Gator fan his whole life. He's actually never been to Jackal for a Gator game. I'm like, Dad, old ladies and little kids are saying F the Gators. Okay, that's how bad it is. I mean, oh, it's, it's, I, I will tell you a great uh, Jesse Palmer story, right? So Jesse Palmer in 07, I mean, I'm sorry, 97, the game Florida lost, and Doug Johnson's out there, and he's struggling, and he's throwing pit interceptions. And uh, so Spurs says, Jesse, go warm up. So Jesse goes on the sideline. If, you, if you've ever been to LSU, and I'm sure you have, this, the, yeah, this, the sideline uh, is right next to a fence where the fans are. And so he's throwing the ball, just kind of loosening it up. And this woman, older woman, wearing these, you know, long earrings, and she was probably in her in her 60s or so. And she's like, Jesse, Jesse. And and, and he, he finally he's ignoring her, ignoring her. And then she goes, maybe that's somebody that is a friend of my mom's. Maybe I should go say hi. So he finally, after he warm, he's gotten warmed up and he walks over, he says, Hey Jesse, uh, he and uh, he goes, "Hey, how you doing?" She goes, "F you, Jesse Palmer," and walks away. And I'm like, "So that was the worst yeah, I, I think you could get uh, when old ladies are telling yeah, I you know. things like that. You're in trouble." I would say, and I'll, I'll hang up in a minute. But the worst, the worst fans. I, I've been all around the SEC with Florida and everything, but the worst fans are Georgia and all. Georgia is the absolute worst. Absolutely. No yeah, I, I, see, but, I remember the good old days when Georgia fans weren't that bad because they, they lost every game. I like those days better. So so I got a story. In the in the late nineties I was watching a game with my friend and this we were we were whipping their butt pretty well, you know. And this old Georgia fan came up and said, Well, 
you don't remember how we used to beat your ass, but your daddy does. Something like that. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I was like, what the well, yeah. You know what I mean. You know. I know, yeah. I know. There, I look, that's why we brought in Steve Spur. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, he, made it a pri- he made it a priority. Exactly. And then he's dominated. He him made it a priority. 11 to I mean, 12. And Dooley, then, uh, shoot, runs up I mean, one, Vince two out of Dooley, three against him. Vince Dooley used to beat us consistently. And then they brought in, what, Ray Goff and all those people. And, yep. Yeah. All right, man. Another, all no, right, buddy. We've got a track record of dogs today. There we do. All right, we need a break, though, so let's do that. We'll come back with more of your phone calls. You're listening to The Tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash, or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Rain and thunderstorms are still a pretty good bet heading into this evening. And tonight, some patchy fog is possible through tomorrow morning. Then thunderstorms are likely starting Tuesday afternoon. Highs near 90. Now, Wednesday, we'll have lower rain chances, but the humidity stays sky high. Afternoon temperatures hit the 90s with heat indices near 100. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George.
This is the swap. Snap back, looking left. Throws. Intercepted oh. to Florida. Florida gets the stop. Florida begins SEC play against the Tennessee Volunteers. 15-10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central. Right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I got a text from the great Robbie Andrews who says he thinks the running back was either Mel Farr from UCLA or Chris Jones from Michigan State that they showed instead of Steve Spurrier. Uh, okay. Now, remember, this is 1966, and here is the quarterback at Florida, and instead they show a <laughs> African-American young man. And, and at the time – now, that's not what I was thinking, but I'm sure there were people going, hey <laughs> – our guy's white. Yeah. But uh, I was just mad that they didn't show Spur. We were, you know, in, in those days, the opportunity to see your guy on the Ed Sullivan show. Yeah, would have been a big deal. In 1966 was huge. And they didn't show him. They didn't. We're not going to show they Bill. They said he was from Miami. But we're going to listen to him. Hey, Bill, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys. Uh, greetings from Nashville once again. Um couple of things uh kind of humorous after the tennessee's game uh saturday i've got i'm in on our group text with a few ut boosters and uh they were just i'm just sitting back cackling but they were just lamenting the performance um of uh of the, what's the quarterback's name i've lost his name um milton joe milton but yeah yeah, Milton. <laughs> they here's what here's what they convinced each other of that that Milton's going to perform so badly against Florida, he's going to lose his job after after our game. Wow. So these these people are not too uh, not too thrilled up here. I can I can tell you that most of the folks that I'm talking to are right. not real happy. And he hasn't and, been very good. Anytime he gets in the game, he overthrows a lot of guys. Just accuracy is not good. He's got a hell of an arm, but he's just yeah. not not that good that of a quarterback. He can run too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a talented guy. He just, I mean, that was the problem he had uh, before, uh, you know, at Michigan. And then, you know, I, I remember throw everybody. I remember him playing. I, I got to look up the numbers on uh, the game he played here in twenty one. Yeah, but it, it wasn't good. Yeah. yeah, no, he lost his job. Yeah, yeah he lost he, his job. Lost his starting job at Florida in twenty one. Yeah. So, um, that, I don't know. It's. Uh, I, I'm liking our chances more and more. I, of course, I liked our chances and I put some money on, on with eight points against Utah. That didn't turn out too well. <laughs> but um, wasn't your yes, fault. You'd mentioned. Oh gosh. By the you way, Joe Milton was uh, well, no, no, two, there was no, there was, was two of eight in that game. Um, yeah. And then they brought Hooker. I think they brought Hooker in afterwards, and he didn't do much either. He he did throw for two twenty one yeah. and a couple of touchdowns, but. Florida had a big lead on them, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um, 
Jeff, you'd mentioned the excitement down there. A little anecdotal story. I, last year on these games, I've got season tickets, and, uh, and on these games like we had, you know, against McNeese State, I would just go online and try to sell my tickets, mm-hmm. Ticketmaster, and I couldn't give them away. I absolutely couldn't give them away. And uh, so this year, um, I put them on for face value, and and within three days, it sold my tickets. Wow! So there's still some excitement down there. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and it, it def- I was surprisingly shocked, and it was it was fun. I, and I was a little worried because I get you know I get to the stadium like four hours early to do the pregame and all that, and there wasn't much. And then all of a sudden, about an hour and a half before, there's people everywhere. And then before I ran up to the press box, I said, I'm going to just walk around. And there were people everywhere. And then you get inside. Obviously, there were people everywhere. So, get, yeah, give a lot of credit to everybody that wanted to show up. It was fun. And I think, I think Florida did a good job, too. They, they made tickets um, you know, available to a lot of people here locally. I think even for the Charlotte game, they offered them to like, the school board. So if you got a, a kid in the school board, you can you know, go out and, and buy some tickets cheaper and all that stuff. So they're, they're trying to get rid of them and make sure they get used. Gotcha. That's yeah. That's awesome. A couple other things. Um, you had mentioned Wayne Peace uh, and how close he was to uh, right now having pass percentage uh, record at Florida. You know, we talked back in the summer um, about how I thought, how I looked at this offense, and it reminded me of a Shanahan offense back in the in the early eighties with the, with all the stable of backs, the tight ends, and it's really interesting to see. Now that that Mertz's completion uh, percentage, uh, you know, is right there with uh, with Wayne Peace, um, but it's so it's so refreshing for me. I mean, what I enjoyed, I think, more than anything offensively Saturday was were these plays in which the receivers would run, you know, the, the route tree, and you would bring a running back out of the backfield, and it, it almost after a couple of times, it almost looked like that running back might be. The uh, number one receiver. I mean, Emerge was letting the guys get downfield, and then he just throws it perf- in perfect stride. And it was like that play went every single time we threw to Etienne or whoever whoever was over there, uh, tight end maybe once once. You know, it, it goes for eight or ten yards, and mm-hmm. that that was uh, that was refreshing. I mean, ninety percent completion of less than I think five yards and you know last year that that number was around 55 percent uh and you know you just last year was you just scratch your head like how can we how can we not make that that pass and not only making the throw this year but it's in stride given the given the guys chance to run yeah and and, uh, and going into this bill I, i think that was the biggest thing that i recognize and i think a lot of people that would see it recognize that just the ability to complete passes like that's what a quarterback's supposed to do and listen, I hope Anthony Richardson's great, and he had a nice first game. But it was, you know, it was, he still had some of those erratic passes, and the ones he did, and the one he th- threw a touchdown, were just quick and easy. But I think Mertz has got the ability to be able to do that, find guys, and just be more of a quarterback than Anthony Richardson ever was. Yeah, he just, yeah, exactly. He just seems to when he's got time, and he had, you know, yeah. probably you're not going to have the amount of time this week that we had last week. But when he's got time, you can just see him going through his progressions and finding the guy in man coverage and hitting him. And it's just it's it's fun to watch. Hopefully, we'll have as much. Uh, hopefully, he'll look as good as he did last week. This this week. 
Well, he probably won't. I mean, there, I, I think with that defense that they played against was um, certainly was not the kind of qual- caliber athletes that you're going to see from Tennessee. He doesn't have to play at that sure. level. He just got to play at the level that that Billy Napier is going to want him to play at. He's going to have a yeah. game plan for him. He's going to put it in. I, I I still go back to last the the game plan from the first week. I thought it was a great game plan. They just didn't execute it. So you still got to shot ourselves in the foot. Well, we shot ourselves, penalty, that's, penalty, that's penalty. not executing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to go out there and so. just do your job. You've got. Um, You've got the home crowd. You've got, you know, a lot of good players on this team. You get your center back. Hopefully that's that helps. Um, just go out and do your job, and you get a chance to win the game. Yeah. Even then, I mean, it'll come down to a lot of different things that happen. Yeah, I just – over the our last two quarterbacks, it seems on certain Saturdays have made things – the simplest things look so difficult. You know, and I'm not putting him there with Trask just yet. But Mertz does seem to make things look easy, and that is the sign of a of a, of a good quarterback. Trask did the same thing. I mean, he just could find the guy, in, you know, man coverage, and just put the ball where it needed to be, and it just looked easy. It's not looked easy down there uh, from the quarterback position the last three years. Agreed. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, guys. All right, appreciate you. Got to snag this last break, so we'll do it and come back with a few more phone calls to. Seal the deal on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. We've got a busy day for girls' high school volleyball tonight. Chiefland squares off with Bell. Newberry takes on Dixie County. And Branford faces Union County. Sticking on the volleyball court, though, Gators Volleyball returns to the court tomorrow. Florida took all three matches in the Gators Invitational this weekend. The number three Gators will look to keep their undefeated start alive when they travel to Tallahassee for an in-state matchup with the Florida State Seminoles. Coverage of that one starts right here on WRUF tomorrow at 545. And Monday Night Football kicks off tonight. Aaron Rodgers makes his New York Jets debut as they host Josh Allen in the Buffalo Bills. You can catch coverage of that one right here at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you You will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you, won't, you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. 
they, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Hey, Gators fans, D&D Advertising has the new 2023 football schedules ready for pickup at these fine businesses. Florida Roofmasters, Coconut Salon and Barbershop, Arabesque Dancewear, Steps for Success, Pizzazz Piercing and Tattooing, Witzlar's Pressure Washing, Hugo's Auto Service, and Swamp Boil Cajun and Vietnamese Restaurant. D&D Advertising Enterprises is not licensed, affiliated with, or endorsed by any university, sports institution, or program unless specifically stated in writing. No proceeds from any of the funds collected will be given to any educational institution or sports team. Not responsible for schedule changes after printing. International Diamond Center's values are so compelling, it's not unusual to see people here that are not local. Every day, we have people that drive an hour, an hour and a half, even two hours. IDC owner Keith LeClaire. People are willing to drive because they've heard it's not a typical jewelry store. For example, did you know IDC has one of the largest selections of luxury pre-owned Rolexes in America? Thousands of hard-to-find Rolex watches, Submariners, Daytonas, Pepsis, Batmans, all in perfect condition. We scour the world to find only the most pristine, super clean watches. We only carry the creme de la creme. And like everything else at IDC, these watches are at a price that's guaranteed to give you maximum value. We price them to win the customer, not lose a customer. International Diamond Center. For pre-owned Rolexes, exquisite rare diamonds, premium designer jewelry, and exceptional white glove service. You're going to want to come to IDC. It's worth the drive. International Diamond Center in Celebration Point and online at shopidc.com. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Samantha Bohan coming at us after an L last night. one nothing in Tallahassee, but uh, they still score a lot. They're, they're, she's building a defensive juggernaut, apparently. Nice. But I did watch a little bit of it. It was on the ACC Network. That's soccer for you. 1-0, yeah, exactly. what it is. All right, a couple calls to uh, wrap it up. Ed joins us next. Hey, Ed, welcome. Hey, guys. I was just going to piggyback off what the last caller was saying uh, uh, I don't know if you listened to, to Shane and Steve at noon, but uh, Shane has been on the Mertz uh, bandwagon since the summer. I guess he was in on some of the team meetings, and he said his football IQ is, like, off the charts, and he hopes Tennessee does stack the box because he thinks Mertz will eat him alive. So uh, I don't know how much of our offense we've shown, uh, but uh, I'd like to think there's some other stuff we haven't shown. But anyway, uh, the other thing that Shane said that I thought was really uh, – uh, a good indication of what he thinks is, is says Mertz would have been rec- recruited by Spurrier. 
because he does what the things that Spurrier wants in a quarterback, which is the catchable ball, and so would our guys. So uh, I I wouldn't trade quarterbacks with Tennessee. I know that. I'm not sure about how the other units match up, but I'll take our quarterback over there for for sure. I would agree with that. I I I, I, would, I think it's kind of a wash. Even yeah, kind of a wash. I mean, Milton's got way more talent. Uh, I think Mertz is a headier quarterback, but, you know, we still haven't seen what Milton can do. I mean, don't forget, uh, what's he got, three starts under his belt at Tennessee? One of them was in a bowl game. So I, I, I'm just curious to see how we go, how it goes with him. Uh, but he's he's very talented. He can run a, a lot better than Mertz. Uh, I, I'm still I, – like I, – it's like with this entire Florida team. I think the jury's still out on him as a quarterback until we see what he does in games. But he's he's well, efficient, yeah. and, and that's that's a good thing for that position. Absolutely, and uh, probably every comment about last Saturday's game ought to be prefaced with, okay, it was against McNeese State, and then go from there. So uh, Because uh, you don't have people running that wide open that often uh, probably uh, this coming Saturday. No, and it was against Austin P last week for Tennessee. So, yep. I mean, this is what you have when you have all these FCS opponents wandering around. But, uh, well, hey, look, we're going to find out about this team Saturday. That's the bottom line. I'm looking forward yep. to it. Ed, thank you, man. Appreciate you. Yep, let's uh, snag one final call, and it's going to be a good one. The Cattlemen, Florida, Tennessee <laughs> week, ready to go. Yeah, hey guys, uh, y'all get me in here a little late. I had a good call cooked up for you. I'm just going to throw y'all some basics. First off, I'd be remiss, guys. Um, turn it on the last 30 minutes, be on the lake. Um, uh, Mel Tucker, is this the dumbest thing ever? It's in it's the top five, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that, Pat, as usual, just like you. Who can forget Laramie Tunsil in the gas mask? I remember Robert and Kim Diche, however they pronounce it, they said he jumped out of a plate glass window on synthetic pot or something. Um, Got to be right up there to the top five dumbest yeah, but football not, stories I've one, ever seen. Neither one of those guys was head football coaches yeah. with a million-dollar contract. $95 million. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's, what, that's why I asked the question, is this the dumbest football story ever? I don't know. Hugh Freeze was right up there, too. Shark Hump. Bobby Petrino Shark with the scooter. Yeah, White yeah, motorcycle. yeah. There, there's one. Yeah, good. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, good one there. The the motorcycle. Should we, we, would shark it? Uh, uh, and the shark make the top five? Well, it wasn't real. Yeah, yeah I don't. Okay. Well, death threats in would. I don't know if death yeah. threats would make the top five. It was. It was a true story. Yeah, but boy, boy, that's dumb, isn't it? No, it was dumb for him to do it the way he did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm going back to Mel Tucker. I mean, I, oh, I think yeah. that might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, I'll wait and see. You know, again, I I never want to judge somebody before we get all the facts, but um, it does seem to be the end of his career at uh, maybe in college football forever. Although, and, and, and if I, Hugh Freeze could come back from burner phones and hookers, I mean, I guess yeah, anybody can. Yeah, but at least you're trying to hide that. I mean, obviously Michigan State's trying to weasel out of that that contract. That's obvious. I mean, but oh, man, yeah. how do you expose yourself like Not that? Not only that, but I mean, we're talking about a program that has been totally uh, or and a, and a school that's been totally um made fun of because of the larry nasser stuff and now you're gonna now this comes on top of it so it's hey, hey guys end of the show here important. i want to be real quick yeah end of the show here, i want to be real quick one thing on memory lane and i got one question about anthony richardson and milton real quick guys y'all were talking about the uh hail mary james banks in that oh three game 
that was the first half play. Yeah, it was probably the play of the game, but I couldn't help but thinking about uh, what y'all caught the heave to cleave. Yep. Uh-huh. And then uh, what, what was it? Didn't Caldwell also? What what did on back to back games down there? It was. They had walk off. Uh, that was Callaway, down. but it wasn't a walk off because uh, Van, uh, Tennessee drove right down the field and had a field goal to win the game and missed by a foot. Okay, I missed that part. But I mean, but pretty much, I thought on back to back years, Florida had two like fourth down, um, pretty much hail mary touchdowns at the end of the it game. It wasn't a hail mary, but it was a fourth down play. Yes. But it was, yeah, I mean, like, was still like, two like minutes four, ago. Fourth down on their own, like thirty-five yard line. It's like two minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So I would say, I would say that would be you know James Banks is nothing compared to that in my opinion. But whatever on that, just going down. I mean, one, one more thing on Casey Clawson, guys. He's the guy, uh, guy that wanted to uh, in Florida twice, but he's also the guy that fumbled uh, five uh, snaps from center against the Zucker and let the Zucker slip out on Fatmer. Yep, I was there. Yeah. Can you imagine that? How, speaking of dumb, how do you fumble five snaps from center, Pat? It was raining pretty hard. <laughs> you can you can watch football for a thousand years and not see that. I saw it that day. <laughs> I don't think I was answering my question. All right, last thing for you guys. Anthony Richardson has uh, played pretty well. It looks like uh, yesterday, but um, we all know he was up and down last year. Yeah. Great against Tennessee. He was up and down offense. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But he, I think most of the, the initial reviews are pretty positive on him. And, um, you know, we all know last year he was great against Tennessee, awful against Kentucky, whatever. Y'all know better than me. But um, I'm still looking at Joe Milton here, guys, and Anthony Richardson the same way. They can come out and be great or they can come out and be awful. And I guess here's my question. How's the NFL look at Joe Milton? I mean, Anthony Richardson was awful at times, and he was a top-five pick. Does, does the NFL just draft on potential, period? But they do. A lot of times. They all think they can yeah. fix them. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. NFL thinks they can uh, fix guys and yeah, do but I mean, they want. I I do think that they're very similar and that they can't. They, mm. Joe Milton might more athletic. Yeah, but Joe Milton might come up and light Florida up. I mean, but then so again, not. he could come out and be like he was when he was two for eight. Two Let's years hope ago. not. All right, a lot more to talk about uh, this entire week, and we'll do it every day, four to six for Jose and Dules. I'm Dozo. Peace out. <laughs>